Hello, hello. This is Shuki here, and today we're joined with a very special guest from a very special Discord community, and I'm here with FFG. FFG, how's it going, buddy? Yeah, it's going great. Happy to be here. Yeah, great to have you. Great to have you. So why don't we just get right into it? We're going to talk about Everton today, and we'll get, we'll get into that. Uh, we'll, uh, but before that, I just want to know a little bit about yourself. Uh, what made you become an Arsenal fan and eventually maybe you could tie in how you became a obsessive fan and how you became part of the Arsenal vision, how you found the, the AVP podcast and then the discord a little bit. You can go from there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I became an Arsenal fan somewhere around 0304. I was but a child. Uh, my uncle, who is estranged from my family now, not someone I speak to anymore, um, showed me like a highlight reel of some insane Bergkamp Henri stuff uh, from the Invincible season and the year before, as it was happening. I uh-huh. uh, immediately begged my mother to buy me and my brother FIFA. We uh, played FIFA all the time. He was always Man U. I was always Arsenal. <laughs> and then I became really an every game viewer when the NBC got the Premier League deal in uh, 12-13. I was in college. I was able to watch every game, and I did. Uh, before that, I was mostly watching like Champions League that you could catch. I uh, kept up via FIFA. I watched highlights where I could. But uh, yeah, it was really that NBC deal that first Mesut Ozil year that I became a every single match viewer. That's crazy. I know I just saw a post on Reddit that said uh, we're cl- as close to when uh, Ozil debuted for us as that year was close to the invincible year. So it's like the same amount of days have passed. It's crazy, crazy amount of time. So, all right. So you're, you're into Arsenal and I'm assuming like you're, you're watching some content. And then at at some point, like, how did you find this great community from there? Obviously you find the Arscast first, Um, you know, podcasts were, I guess something I was interested in. I don't know. Podcasts existed. They were cool. They were trendy. It was the millennial generation. We had podcasts. Listen to the Arscast. It was good. This other one starts up, the Arsenal Vision Pot. It's not as good as the Arscast, and eventually it uh, it gets as good as the Arscast. And what do you know? These guys figure it out. And uh, I decided to start giving them five bucks a month. I mostly worked for a bit, although I did just like type in all caps about William Saliba occasionally, as one does. You have to. And then came the uh, Rafinha deadline day deal, which I don't think was actually deadline day. It was just Rafinha's deadline. He goes to Barcelona. Everyone's in total hysterics. And I decide, you know, I'm just going to be completely hysterical too. And uh, I've, I've been around the Discord all season now. Wow. Okay. So we've got kind of a new member on the Discord here. I mean, you know, I'm a veteran from 2021. And so I, I can speak on that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, great to have you. Great to have you. And and I, I'm glad that, you know, that you're still still in the Discord because I got to tell you, at times, I need to take a break from that place. I got to be real with you. But at the same time, sometimes I can't take a break from that place. And I'm so in into it, just arguing with or 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 just reading arguments with random people for 12 hours. It, it can be it can be crazy, but we love it. Right. It's, so there's nothing else like it. You know, it's like being at the bar talking sports but everyone's a chronically online, like 25 to 40 year old English or American man. It's and everybody's uh, it's right. Everybody's correct. And that's what we have to remember. Except everybody's for an expert. Hive. Except for Sam Beehive. But yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. And bonsai. Um, so why don't, why don't we get into it a little bit here? Um, what we do here on the carpet chat, we like to have 
silly predictions. So as we look ahead to Everton, I thought it'd be cool. We can analyze the game. There's a million podcasts that are analyzing the game. I mean, between me and you, I'm not too worried about this game. I'm sure it's going to be like a solid Arsenal win. Maybe we'll see Jorginho. Maybe we won't. I'm guessing 3-0. I'm sure that you you are feeling a domination, even though we've had a little bit of you know, uh, tough times against this their new manager that, uh, from Burnley previously. And Everton in general has been a tough place. I'm I'm not even worried. How about you? Yeah, I'm not super concerned. I mean, the Dice thing is what it is. Um, and you can just imagine they've got Tarkowski there. They've got Connor Cody there. Just a pair of good old English boys with Sean Dice as the coach. Just kicking the crap out of Bukayo Saka and whoever else. You can picture it in your head. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Give me 2 nothing Arsenal. Who really cares? It's, it's Everton. They're terrible. Awesome. I'm thinking 3-1. I think they'll get a bullshit goal, but let's see what happens. Just something to wake us up. Damari Actually, Gray, man, he scores yeah. a banger every five really games, good. does nothing else at any point in time. He could score a banger. Player. I can see it. I, can uh, see it. Oh, I saw sucks. an interview. I saw an interview with with Sean Dyche, and he, they asked him why did you join Everton. I'm not going to do the accent because it would be horrible. But that he might says, be offensive. Yeah. Yeah. He says I needed to find a club as toxic and negative and angry as I am. And it was a perfect fit, something like that. So we're gonna we're gonna stray ahead from the analytical side, and I, I want to hear some. I want to hear who you what your wacky predictions of the day. Do you expect anything outrageous to happen? And if so, are we gonna see Jorginho pull a masterclass? Are we gonna see him dribble through the field, Messi style, and score three goals? Or are we gonna see a disaster class from Jorginho if he does play? What do you expect to happen? Uh, I think Jorginho is going to do a number of Elneny wall passes in like a 10-minute cameo. Um, I think he's not going to have to run beyond a sprint, but I think he's going to charge in at someone, try and look nice and fast. Um, He won't look nice and fast, but again, by Jorginho's standards, I think he'll do his best. And otherwise, I think, you know, the Jorginho transfer, I woke up the morning it happened, and we had him for 18 months, and I thought, okay, I can live with this. And uh, I think that's what we'll see on on Saturday. I think we'll get Jorginho out there. We'll live with him. It's Everton. Who really cares? Uh, It's a a free hit, you know? And uh, Jorginho will take advantage. It's amazing how when I see him in an Arsenal shirt, I kind of like him more now. And when I see him in a Chelsea shirt, it's almost like the club that the player plays for has an impact in how you feel about the said player. But I got to be honest. Funny how that works. Yeah. When that transfer first hit, and we're going to have a Jorginho pod that I'm going to try and salvage uh, coming up later, folks. But when that transfer hit, I, I, you know, even pause, Paul tweeted something like, we're all fucked. Um, Yeah, it it was unbelievable. Like this sea of emotions that uh, kind of, uh, overtook the community. We saw crazy reactions in the Discord. We saw appropriate reactions, and we saw realistic reactions. And I think we've all kind of accepted it. And we all want this player to succeed. Now, um, I think El Nenny's going to come back in a on crutches, and he's going to push Jorginho off the field, and he's going to say, "No, man, this is how we do it." Um, or do we know if Party? I haven't uh, read the latest news. It, it, he's been ruled out, right? No, there's no way Party's been rolled out. No, no. He's got he's, like a minor rib thing. Party's playing. No, 100%. Number five's playing. He'll be out there. And 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 so like what what is your predicted lineup for the game? The same predicted lineup we play every damn game, Shook, you know? I don't think there's too much lineup analysis around Arsenal. Uh 
I think maybe we keep Tomiyasu in the right back slot. I probably would. I do own the Tomiyasu uh, black and bronze, you know, number 18 away kit this year. So I'm probably a little biased. Um, so maybe we keep him going over the Ben White action. But come yeah. on, it's Arsenal. We play we play these guys and they're going to play. And so you, uh, number five is, is healthy. He, he bruised so you, his rib. So you think Arteta should just do what he's always done um, and put a Band-Aid on, on Party's ribs and just go for the five, nothing, like go for the jugular and just yeah, put yeah. out the strongest team possible. I know everyone's traumatized from that one North London Derby when, when Jose was still at Tottenham and, uh, you know, party was trying to run off the field and Arteta shoved them back Pushed out him. there, but it'll yeah. just be like that again. Like get, get the hell out there. You know, um, maybe he gets subbed a little earlier than usual. If we're ahead, um, maybe just having a non Samby sub available for him makes that the case in general. But no, he's not. There is no way he's injured, injured. And uh, there's no way Arteta's deciding to go, uh, you know, full soccer alchemist on the lineup or anything, start shuffling shit around. He's playing the guys. Right, right, right. And I, if I'm Arteta, I'm looking ahead, you know, Europa League, we don't know who we're playing against yet. Um, I might want to think to myself, okay, if there's a game for Kiwior to start, you know, I'm going to pretend to be Arteta, and good thing I'm not, and I'm going to put out a completely different lineup. Okay. I'm going to put out Kiwior. I'm going to put Tommy Asu. Well, you, you you agreed with me there. I will start Jorginho. I want him to see what it's like full game, to see what it's like with these players, because it's better for him to see it against Everton than later on in the season when parties hurt and now you have to play him against City. Why not we? Why don't we see what this player is capable of from the start? Why don't we see what 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 uh, what he's made of and just throw him out there? You're a 31 year old player. You won the Euros with Italy. Let's see what you're about. Now, there's been a lot of hatred I've received in the Discord community. One guy even threatened to come to my house, throw a flashlight out the window, and full on beat me up with it. I said no. No, you can say that that was Namix. He's not. He's in New Zealand. He's not coming back. Don't worry. I, 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 I will plead the fifth. Even though in Canada we we don't have that, we don't have the fifth. We have the sixth. It's fine. We tried to copy one guys. better. Yeah, one better actually. I, I want something different in this game. I want to see the the players. It's the nineteenth. They're they're basically in the re- going to be relegated unless our Burnley our Burnley mastermind. Ex coach Sean pulls up just the stokiest of games. I know we have this sense of comfort with Arteta and his hair. I know we look at the man's hair and, and we just can't get enough of it. But, you know, there needs to be something, right? Isn't there a part of you that's getting bored of all these wins? Not really. No, I think uh, my thoughts as you were speaking. First, I was disappointed that you didn't do an accent for Arteta. Um, you gave me the warning with Dice that you weren't going to do one, so I expected one that time. Uh, my second thought was that, that that just sounds dumb as hell. No, I, I don't think we rotate players here. I think we play the guys. Um, if we got to be a little kid-glovish with number five, then so be it. Maybe we get Jorginho out there. Maybe we get him out there at halftime. Maybe we get him out there after we have a lead. We find a way. Uh, mm-hmm. But, God, I'm not playing I'm not playing Kivior as a starter. Give me Big Gabby. Give me uh, give me Will and Gabbers in the back. If I didn't do that, if I didn't tell you Odegaard definitely needs to be rested and um, and that kind of thing, um, I would say play Pepe or Lacazette. 
if I would we love to in, play Pepe or Lacazette. If we, were, yeah. if we were in 2020 or 2021. My, my point to you is we wouldn't have a podcast here if we were doing the same lineup. It would be a, a five-minute podcast. It'd be 2 nothing. We need to have some wild cards. This is the game to do the wild cards. I want to see Sambi recalled. I want to see Sambi recalled and played in this Everton game. There needs to be something because I think there's a complacency factor here. If Arteta, yeah, no, put, okay, it, I, no, I got you. Then I, I think I see where you're getting, Shuka. I know exactly what you mean. Complacency factor. Gabriel Martinelli doesn't have Mudrik coming to compete with him. Just signed a big money contract. Can we Has take a moment? No swag. Zero swag. Bench him. Give me Trossard. Give me Trossard and Eddie. Maybe they interchange, actually. Maybe Trossard gets a little false nine going. Maybe Eddie takes the left wing. Yeah. That's, uh, there's your prediction. Give me the gray-haired man. Give me the old Lego head himself. He just had a second kid. He's going to be stronger than ever. Give me old man Leo Trossard. I would love to see that. And and give me, while well, you touched on our Ukrainian friend, um, as you know, my name used to be Shukrain. What... Were your thoughts on his performance today? I mean, I gotta admit, I turned on Chelsea game for the second half, and he was gone. And he was gone. I was like, I was kind of looking forward to see what this person's about. Um, like, do you think maybe they're planning to sell him next week? Like, what's going on? Yeah, my thoughts on Mudrik. My initial reaction whenever I think about him is always very emotional, and I do get very negative. Um, I've posted some things on the Discord about him that. At times I regret, but I do try to stand to. I stick to my guns. But at the end of the day, I think it's clear with Mudrik. He's got to play for Chelsea through the end of the year. And then he has the entire summer window to post recordings of the locker room, to accuse players of being racist, to uh, suggest that Graham Potter has spoken to him in an inappropriate way. He can do all of these things. There are lots of techniques that Mudrik can employ. Far, far more powerful than the the child's play he did at Shakhtar Donetsk that I think he can try to do to get himself to Arsenal. And we'll give him the summer window. If he can pull that off, all is well. Um, but come next year, if he's in blue, then the only thought I have on, on Mihailo Mudrik is uh, can't wait for his Achilles to go. You know, just can't wait. I, ca- I have to agree with every word you said, even the word his. I think that was a strong word you used. When referencing, I do respect heel- the player's pronouns, and right, I believe yeah. Ludric uses he/him pronouns. Um, and if he does not, I apologize, and please get in touch. I, uh, correct me. I, um, I, I mean, I have a Ukrainian background, so like, I, I do want the best for this player. Um, but yeah, I think the jury's still out. Like, it's been one game, but that was not a good look to be substituted after forty-five minutes. It, 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 it really, it really makes me, it really makes me feel good. <laughs> Well, it he has a cold, and Chelsea oh. does not respect public health initiatives. They don't respect the health and wellness of their other players. So, of course, yeah. Mudrik contagious, I'm sure, into the locker room. They send him out there for 45, and uh, they let him breathe on people. I, I told my wife, you know, I might not be in, or I told my my boss, actually, and then my wife, I might not be in to work next Thursday because I have a stuffy nose coming. Yeah. I think I'll have a stuffy nose that game. But just looking ahead a little bit at the Arsenal schedule, we see Brentford. Um, a week after Everton. And then we see, very, very quickly, we see Man City. Now, I know in all seriousness, you want to play the same lineup. You don't want Eddie rotating. You 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 want to see the same lineup against Everton. But surely for Brentford, with four days, or what is it, five days before City, I mean, 
Arteta has to rotate either in Everton or Brentford, or do you really think this man will do the same lineup for all three games? So the thing with Brentford and Fulham and Palace is that clearly the small London teams, they're on our side this year, and I think they're <laughs> on our side in general. So we might be able to have some sort of kind of gentleman's agreement with Brentford and again with the Fulhams and Palaces of the world as well that, you know, hey, we all love to sing the same chants. Uh, we've got a few players. I think Josh De Silva, that's a, that's an Arsenal Academy kid, I think, uh, might have completely made that up. If not, that's probably true. And maybe there we can make a little bit of an arrangement. We get, uh, you know, we get the backups in players who you don't want to see in important games, you know, like a Martinelli. Uh, you send him out there uh, and, and see what he can do. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I think now we're actually, you know, when we looked at our bench before, we didn't have any options. You know, we were going to put Balogun, like we had nothing. We had nothing. And now when you look at our bench, yeah, yeah, we have something. We're not City. We're not City, but we we definitely do have rotations with the Tommy Yasu and the Ben White. And I know Clive has already said this on the Discord, but no drama. There's no drama there. That's my Clive accent. I hope it was good, eh? That's it. I think that's pretty accurate. Um, let Hold me on. flag let me... something that uh, Sox said on the Discord. Um, shout out to a Discord poster. Uh, Enzo over at Chelsea, that's that's number six Fabio Vieira. We have that guy on our bench in attacking midfielder form. His name is Fabio. He's skinny as hell. He has a weird goatee. And he might have some serious thoughts. So now I want to see these guys. I do want to see Kivior. I want to see Fabio. Jokes about Martinelli aside, I want to see Trossard out there. Don't get me wrong. I want to see these guys get their just Wait, dude. I forgot. Martinelli signed a contract, right? So that means he's going to be shit now? Yeah, 180 that, k that... a week, four and a half years plus one. Sounds like a guy who's about to uh, coast until he gets his free move to Barcelona. I... I forgot to tell you. So you know how um, in this podcast we like to pause in the middle of sentences? Yeah. How does that make 